34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. At the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. It's fun to to think about when I listen to like Catholic Answers Live, for example. Always amazed whenever I hear callers call in and go, you know, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but yet I'm listening to Catholic radio. And I just think to myself, what is it, of all the choices that they could be listening to, uh-huh. what is it about that program that draws them in? even when their own beliefs are challenged by what they may be hearing on that program. You know, especially like when you talk about pro-life and, you know, that's like, hey, we want people who are who are not pro-life call in. And it's just like, really, you can make a program. Like there's people out there listening to a program <laughs> about pro-life and, and they're going to call right. and say, I'm not pro-life and this is why. So I can't help but think, you know, how many people is it reaching that you never knew? You know, I don't know who directly who I'm helping, but I trust that God is going to turn it on and at the right point, at the right time, on that radio, the right person's going to hear it. And in some way, shape, or form, I was part of that. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are moving into the second hour now. We're so happy that you've joined us. And Roxanne, I got to say, uh, I guess I first should say, you're Roxanne. <laughs> Roxanne Sullivan, and I'm Brad Gray, your host for this morning. Uh, I got to say, I love those straight talk segments. It's, yeah. What a, what a wonderful time to have the call-in interaction with the, mm-hmm. the priest, the expert, and, and really to dive into some really great stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, I started doing this a long time ago. I can't remember, t- 2010, I think it was, or wow. something like that. But anyway, um, you know, before that was even a capability, and it's been so uh, amazing to watch this station and, yeah, and listening the, area, the area grow, and just that we can take some live calls and we can have that interaction. It's been a... Uh, it's very uh, full of vitality, so yeah. I enjoy that, too. And to now have three days a week where you've got local programming, where you've got the opportunity to call in uh, you know, every what Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mm-hmm. to speak with uh, 
awesome priest like Monsignor Salzman. It's really cool. Yeah, I also like the way it has brought all these Catholics from this whole region together. And mm-hmm. we're all kind of connected mm-hmm. now and we get to meet each other. And it, there's just a, that big family, that big Catholic family yeah. is just wonderful. You so. always experience that at the banquets. You know, the, yes. when you have this huge throng of people um, that are all, you know, we're, we're devoted to the Lord and we mm-hmm. relish the chance that we have an opportunity to to have his name proclaimed on the airwaves mm-hmm. is really awesome. It's not enough to just have it in our own hearts, mm-hmm. but we have to, we're, we're wanting to be those disciples to carry it out and yep. onto the airwaves and out to the world. So preach it from the yes. mountaintops, which in North yeah. Dakota means like the overpass. Yeah, right, That's right. A, the, we preach it from the overpass. <laughs> There's a few hills sort of somewhere. <laughs> Go for mountains. Not in Fargo. Yeah. No, it's uh, so it is really a great, great thing, and I, I gotta say that I loved the the discussion about Holy Week, and mm. this is something where, uh, having worked with RCIA for nearly two decades, mm-hmm. it's just such an important time, and I would actually ask all of our listeners to keep in prayer those who are preparing to receive the sacraments at Easter, to be uh, brought into full communion with the Catholic Church, to be baptized, because this is a time where. The fact of the matter is that the devil hates us drawing closer to the Lord, mm-hmm. and he really uh, often ups the ante and increases the assault on those who are, are drawing close to the Lord. So I would invite you to to keep all those who are preparing for the sacraments at the Easter Vigil to in your prayers. All right. Well, it is time for us to move along. So we are going to be joined now by Christy Collins, the associate director to the uh, the associate to the director of family ministry for the Bismarck Diocese. Good morning to you, Christy. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Fantastic. So awesome to have you on. I'm joined also by Roxanne Salonen this morning. Hi, Christy. Good to have Hi. you. Hi. Thanks so much, Roxanne. So, Christy, you are you're on to tell us a little bit about um, Hannah's hope this morning. Can you can you share a little bit about what that what that is? Sure. Hannah's hope is one of the ministries from our diocesan Office of Family Ministry, and it is focused on those who suffer from infertility. And so we began with a Mass um, once a year, and we discovered that the couples needed more support than that. And so we developed our own monthly support group, and part of our couples join us live in person, um, you know, in a conference room setup, and some of our couples join us um, online, we use uh, a forum called GoToMeeting that they can basically join us from their computer at home, which is nice because it gives us reach throughout our diocese, which is a large geographical area, and even those outside of the diocese. At this time, we are able to welcome them into the group as well. Hmm. I, I've got to ask you, Christy, that this this cross of infertility is often a hidden one. Um, couples struggle with this very, very intensely, and they often feel very. Um, I don't know if neglected is the word, but just like outsiders, like, you know, you'll have family events and you have, um, you know, the Mother's Day celebration or the Father's Day celebration where all the the mothers are asked to stand up and they get a blessing and the fathers are asked to stand up and they get a blessing. And and you have these people who are are carrying this intense internal ache and they, um, it's not a wrong thing that the church does that at all to to bless fathers and mothers. But the point is that that oftentimes they feel very alone. Is that is that what you found? Yes, they do feel alone, and you know, a lot of well-meaning and myself included. Mm-hmm. Before I learned about the, the ministry and the struggles, would say, "Oh, you guys got married a couple years ago. When are you going to start having kids?" Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a hard question, you know, for couples to answer because yeah. they want to say, "Well, we've been trying all two years. You know, we're desperate for a child," but that's not really the forum to discuss. So, um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a hidden um, a hidden cross, but a very intense one, and it affects 
the marriage. It affects their relationship with others. It affects their relationship with God because they tend to feel like that there's something wrong with them, that God won't bless them with a child, but that's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so this is a spiritual support group that allows couples like this to come forward, which does take a little bit of courage, right, to step forward. Um, But once you do, you're welcomed with open arms um, with other people who have experienced the same cross and who've been there, feeling the same feelings that you're feeling, and will sit there with you while you feel them. And we can slowly, ever so slowly, come to an understanding of what the Church teaches, um, because there are also bioethical concerns, you know, Mm -hmm. what can we use, what can we do, what can't we do, why. Um, Medical concerns with, you know, surgeries or anything that is licitly done to try and increase fertility. And then the spiritual side of things, where we um, we read books together, we discuss, we have guest speakers come in and talk. We had um, our last one was a, a marriage counselor who came in and spoke to us about the effect that infertility can have on marriage and the importance of communication mm-hmm. and understanding where the other person is in this journey alongside you um, and how to walk it together. So those are all really important aspects of of the ministry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have counselors come in as well, is that, or is that just kind of a guest speaker type situation, or are there? counselors occasionally that join you as well? Yeah, so as guests, as guest speakers. So we have had a marriage counselor come in. We have, uh, actually, she was a, um, a clinical psychologist, so I don't want to shortchange her there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a clinical psychologist who came in for us, which was beautiful. We've also had um, a medical doctor come in um, with experience um, in biomedical ethics. We have had, um, i trying to think, we've had a number of speakers. We've been running now for exactly one year on a monthly basis, mm. um, and we'll be taking July and August off of this year. Um, so if anyone listening wants a sneak peek, May and June is a nice, not you know, not too much of a commitment, but it's a nice way to get your feet wet, see what it's like, um, and then we'll resume again in um, September. So we're super excited about that. And, and I think one of the things that's also important is that these couples are often already parents, but it's not visible, right? Mm-hmm. So miscarriage is, is um, part of their life normally as, as well. Um, and we do have um, a ministry specifically for pregnancy loss and miscarriage, but this Hannah's Hope Forum, this infertility support group, allows these couples who, um, who have that ache in their hearts and in their arms to come together and talk about it. You know, you noticed, you mentioned that it's going to be on hold for a couple of months, but I'm assuming that some of these couples can connect with each other and stay in touch and form a friendship or relationship as well. Is that something that kind of comes naturally to it as well? Absolutely, yes. Um, We do things like form a Facebook group as well, um, and there's definitely friendships that have bloomed um, outside of the of the outside of the relationship of the meeting. Um, We always have time for just what's going on in in you. You know, what triggers did you meet? Because at different times, everything's okay. You know, and then and then at sometimes you hit a trigger point, and then it can be really really difficult, and you can bring to the be brought to the point of tears. You know, mm-hmm. if a family member announces a pregnancy or someone who got married way after you now has their fifth kid or you hear someone complaining about the, how difficult pregnancy can be and, you know, you're sitting there thinking, I wish I had that difficulty, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things that are not the fault of the other people at all and we're happy for them, but it also hurts, you know. So it's a, it's a place to come together with other people who understand that. So deep, deep friendships are formed and they bring their friends as well. So a lot of our couples have brought other couples to the ministry, and 
when couples graduate out of the ministry in the best possible way by getting pregnant, then um, then we say a very, very happy farewell to them and send them on their way, and we welcome new people into our group. Mm. So on that point, Christy, who all can get involved in, in Hannah's Hope? Yeah, I mean, any any married couple who's experienced infertility, and sometimes people question, like, well, am I infertile? And it's hard to, to claim that, um, but if you have been trying for a pregnancy for a year um, or for six cycles for fertility-focused, meaning you've been using an NFP method to know when ovulation is and you've been selecting around that time, then um, you do qualify as infertile. And um, when you're ready to step forward and contact us, you are welcome to do that. Um, one of the questions I sometimes get is, well, what about people who have tried, you know, IVF or IUI or some things that maybe aren't um, okay with the church, right? Uh, what do we do? Well, we say you're, you're still welcome, right? You're welcome in our group. We don't promote those things because we, we are very firmly along. Um, the We walk with the church in her teaching because we know she has wisdom in that, and that's one of the things we investigate. Um, and if hearts need to change, then they change over the course of time in the group. Um, but we welcome anyone who is walking this infertility journey, whether it's before children or after children, um, because there is a thing called secondary infertility, too, where they've had a kid or two and then they can't seem to conceive again when they desperately want to. And that's the same spiritual struggle. So we welcome any of those. Awesome. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we you're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Uh, we're your hosts, Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. We're speaking with Christy Collins, the associate to the director of family ministry for the Bismarck Diocese. And we're speaking about Hannah's Hope, this uh, ministry for couples struggling with the cross of infertility. Um, Christy, you had spoken about, you know, who, that well, that it can be difficult for couples to claim that title, so to speak, of we're infertile. Um, is it is it hard for is it hard for couples to reach out and say yes, we want to be a part of this group? Do you do you find that that there's a hesitancy for couples to get involved? Almost like there's a concession that has to be made that um, okay, this is this is what we're we're dealing with, or or what's it like for couples? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, I would say for every couple that has stepped forward, that couple knows of at least three other couples that know about the ministry and are thinking about it, mm. right, but haven't haven't taken that step. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to need some time to, to get there. You know, mm. we're here waiting for when you're ready. Um, but it is okay also to to step forward, even when you're not sure that, that this is the group for you. Um, there's no, like, necessary there's no commitment that you're making. Like, if you come once, you have to come all the time. Um, and if you can come sometimes and your husband can come sometimes and then sometimes you can come together, that's okay, too. Christy, yeah. I'm just curious so. what you've learned as a facilitator in journeying with these couples, Something, a new insight, something that you can share with us, some emotional um, takeaway that, that would help us understand what they're experiencing. Yeah, so... I think that the best the the best synopsis of what I've learned because I feel like I've learned too many things to mention is that these couples are trying to do what the Lord wants of them and they're really confused why he wants this. Mm. Um and that's something that's really difficult to work through and I think that happens I think that applies to way more than than just infertile couples. Um, I think we can find many people who are at a place in their lives who are going, Lord, but why? You know, but these 
um, these couples are teaching me. They're spreading things throughout throughout the diocese. Um, they're helping one another, and so I'm seeing some fruit. I get to see some of the some little part of the why, and I know that there's a greater part of the why because we do have a Lord that loves us. That's awesome. Beautiful. Christy, we're coming to the end here. We're within the last minute, but you have a Mass coming up for a new life. Can you talk about that yeah. and tell us where people can find out more? Sure. So um, we had started Hannah's Hope as part of an infertility, as part of a triad. We had a Mass to celebrate life. We have a Mass that um, memorializes children who have been lost, and then we have this for infertile couples. And what's coming up is our celebration of new life Mass. You can find out more about that on our diocesan website, um, but we are we, we're super excited about this coming up. It will be Tuesday, April 23rd at 6 p.m. at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. Okay, in Bismarck. All right. Awesome. Wonderful. Right. Well, thank you so much for being on with us this morning, Christy. You guys are doing awesome work there. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. God uh, bless privilege. you, and have God a bless. have a blessed Holy Week. Yep. All right, we're going to have to step away for just a couple minutes, but on the other side of the break, we will be back with our 10-minute tour of local events around the area. And also, how do you bring faith into the grieving process? Two women will share one way we can encounter hope. All coming up on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two. 
because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. And we welcome you back to the show to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brad Gray, and Roxanne Solomon. Roxanne, I have to apologize to everyone and to Roxanne, especially. I keep saying Janine Bitson because Janine is we my love customer, Janine. and she is awesome. Um, <laughs> she, but you can keep her in your prayers. I know that she's got uh, some family health issues that she's dealing with, and so Roxanne filled in this morning. So Roxanne, I apologize for keep for I, the fact that I keep calling you Janine. That's okay. They're both wonderful, <laughs> wonderful women. So. We are getting geared up here, and we're ready to get started on our 10-minute tour. So, first of all, we have Connie on the phone to talk to us about Surrender to Divine Mercy in Wapton. Connie, are you there? Good morning, Connie. Can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up? A mini uh, retreat for women here at St. John's Catholic Church in Wapton. It's entitled Surrender to Divine Mercy, and it'll take place Sunday, April 28th, beginning at 1 p.m., and we'll go until 4.30 p.m., and we have two featured guest speakers that we're so excited um, that they will be here uh, presenting, the two women. Uh, first is uh, Patty McGuire Armstrong and Roxanne Sloan. Oh, she yes, sounds here. familiar. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So what will these ladies be speaking about, Connie? Well, um, First of all, uh, you know, just inviting them to, to come and join with uh, other sisters in Christ for a chance to relax and refresh their soul, and another way to help them grow closer to Christ through the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and uh, to learn what uh, Patty and Roxanne will be sharing with each of us. That sounds amazing. Is this a, is this an annual event that you generally do in Wapiton? Well, the. Well, I wouldn't say it's an annual, but it, this is the second spring uh, retreat that we have offered, and um, it's for women of all ages of faith. Uh, you know, it's just a unique way to build relationships with women of all ages within our faith uh, community. Right. So um, it's uh, how can yeah, the, how can women get signed up for this this mini retreat? Well. Um, we have registration forms here at the church, or they can call the parish office, and that number is 701-642-6982, or there's a text, and that number is 701-640-3357. Awesome. Thank you so much, Connie, for sharing with us about this awesome event. All right. Thank we'll you very much. see you soon, much. Connie. All right. God bless. All right. That's- all right, up next we have St. Joseph's Church in Spearfish, South Dakota. They're inviting you to come home to the Catholic Church. No matter how long you've been away, no matter the reason, the Church wants to embrace you right where you are and bring you back home into her arms. A program called Catholics Come Home will be offered on Thursday, April 25th, May 2nd, and May 16th at 6.30 p.m. each of these evenings. There's no need to register and there are no obligations to make any commitment. If you've been away or know someone who has, please come and bring a friend. This is uh, a critical event for people coming back to the church. It's nice that there's a way to welcome people back that, that uh, instead of just having them go in on their own, know there's other people coming alongside them. Yeah, that's important for a lot of people. So Spearfish, South Dakota. Yep. All right, May 2nd. All right. All right. 
And so then we, up next, we're going to be speaking about a, a great local event that we have coming up on an annual basis. 34 years of, yeah, 34th annual NDSU uh, versus UND bike race. That will be um, at the, it's between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers. It's going to be Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. until 12 p.m. To register for that 25-mile race and ride from Hillsborough to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And if you want more information about that bike ride, bike it's not a race, it's a ride, right? For more right. information, you can contact Emma Hergenroder, and she is at emma at bisoncatholic.org. Have you ever ridden in that I bike have. Ride? I haven't done it for a while now. Um, and it, it, it has been a grueling thing on the seat for me, but uh, <laughs> it is a great event for the, both the Newman Centers of NDSU, um, St. Paul's Newman Center, and St. Thomas Aquinas at UND. It's you know something that's been kind of a, a family tradition for, for many years for a lot of awesome. my extended family. So Get your bikes ready. That's right. All right, we're moving along to St. Francis de Sales Salad Bar Luncheon, and we have Mary in studio. Good morning to you, Mary. I uh, just wanted to invite everybody to please join us for the annual spring buffet salad luncheon. Uh, one important thing is that b- with the reconstruction of our, our church, it's going to be held at St. Joseph's Church Gathering Place in Moorhead. The address is 218 10th Street South. Again, it's Wednesday, May 1st from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. A couple of other important items. There will be an express line, a special serving line for those who have a limited lunch time. And we also have takeouts for those who need to have their meal to go. The proceeds are used for our kitchen supplies and equipment. And uh, adult tickets are $8. Children ages 6 to 12, $4. And the preschool are free. So please join us. Awesome. Is this something that you've worked with for a long time, Mary? Uh, yeah, I- I've been making salads for a few years and then working the event as well. Is there a lot involved in moving it to another facility? It's very kind of uh, St. Joseph's. Yes, we, we greatly appreciate their support in having us uh, relocated. Um, but as far as uh, the parishioners chip in and bring salads, and we have workers, so uh, the only difference really is the location. Mm. And we have a, a great variety of wonderful salads to enjoy. They'll be just as delicious at a different parish. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's fantastic. So is this this is for May first? Okay, so this is kind of an anticipation of of Mother's Day. You can do it as a as an early Mother's Day thing, right? Sure, that works. <laughs> that's excellent. All right. Well, we want to thank you for coming on and being on with us this morning, Mary. Thank you, it's Brad and great, Roxanne. Really appreciate great it. Great privilege to have you. We always love to have you in person, so yep. have a good day, Mary. Thanks, right. you well, too. God bless you. God bless. All right. Well, coming up now, we're going to be moving on to the country fair for St. Mary's Cathedral. We've got Jennifer on the line. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Brad and Roxanne. Hey. Good to, good to hear from you, Jennifer. Yes. What's going on? Yes, you too. Well, the Cathedral of St. Mary of Fargo will be hosting their spring celebration the first weekend in May, Saturday, May 4th, from 6 to 9 p.m., and Sunday, May 5th, from 11 till 2. As you said, the weekend theme is the country fair, so consider coming both days as they each have their own distinct events. So Saturday, the meal will be served as our famous Swedish meatball dinner prepared by Anna Brown, with all the homemade fixings will be served. The dinner price is $10 per adult, $5 per child, 5 to 12 years old. 
free for kids under five and forty dollars for family. We're so excited about the live auction, um, which will be so exciting because we have a dinner for eight with Bishop John Folda. Oh. So that'll be something to to bid on. In addition, we also have the dinner for eight with Monsignor Joseph Gehring as well. Um, and other items for auction would be the seven-course meal, um, along with horseback riding lessons, as well as so many wonderful other things. There'll be live entertainment. We'll feature some talented St. Mary's Cathedral Choir and other parish families performing. There'll be an interactive dollar auction and some cash drawings along with some silent auction items such as a mass play kit and saint costumes for boys and girls, a cake decorating contest, and an old-fashioned cakewalk as well. The Sunday will be a Knights of Columbus burger baskets and egg rolls, and the winners for raffle drawings will be uh, as well. The grand prize is $1,000. So I'd like to again invite everybody, all of our listeners, to attend the St. Mary's Spring Celebration the first weekend in May, May 4th and 5th. All proceeds will benefit St. Mary's Ministries. Sounds awesome, Jennifer. I don't know how you guys are going to fit all that into one weekend, honestly. This I know. Like a blast. We've got a great committee, so we're so excited for a great turnout. Great. So everybody come and join us. All Thank right. you. Well, thanks for sharing with us this morning, Jennifer. It sounds terrific. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. We're going to step away, but we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Rochester Catholic Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26th, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting RCS mn.org backslash hearts of gold people think a and b is in the copier business but we're not we are in the people business whether it's coffee and water managed print services document management or our newest additions of promo gear and managed it services we've got you covered at a and b we're number two because our customers are number one we can be reached at one 800 477 2425 
or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. And we welcome you back with more Real Presence Live. We've got Brad Gray and Roxanne Saladin. I'm going to get it every time from here <laughs> on out, I right. promise you. Um, and we are moving along now. We've got, we're joined by Father Nick Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth. Welcome to the show, Father. Uh, thank you. I'm most happy to be here. Awesome. So we'll be talking about the beauty of sacred music in liturgy. What is it that makes music sacred? Yeah, um, first off, you guys uh, asked me, you know, before we, we went on air, if I was a musician, I just want to um, <laughs> say that I'm not. I just play one on TV. <laughs> but as, as a priest, as a pastor, um, you know, the Eucharist is the source and mm. summit of our faith, and it's important that we get worship right, because worship, um, uh, transforms who we are, mm-hmm. and so um, just have a passion for this. But with sacred music, you've got to understand, yeah, that sacred is just another word for holy, and holy and sacred, strictly speaking, just means it's set apart. So it's set apart from what? Well, from the world, from normal, everyday. That's what, uh, strictly speaking, profane is, means everyday, normal. Um, and so what is sacred music set apart for? Uh, for the sacred liturgy, for the Mass. So it's music that's proper to the Mass. Hmm. And I would also add that, um, you know, when we think of instruments, um, we think of instruments when we think of music, but the primary instrument for sacred music is the human voice. Hmm. So that's what I would, you know, speak of for uh, music being sacred. It's interesting when you say that. My husband, I am a musician, and my husband is too, okay. and he plays the guitar, I sing, we both sing, we met in choir, but he has said when he goes to heaven someday, he can't wait to sing in the choirs. I always thought that was interesting <laughs> as a guitar player, I don't know, but you just kind of explained it there for me. Yeah. The, the primary yeah. instrument is the human voice, which is so unique. It's so unique. So um, I'm curious, though, uh, is there such a thing as good or bad church music? Is there a distinction there, or are we all just called to to share, and then it just falls where it may. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when we hear the word, you know, sacred music, um, oftentimes we'll think of hymns or songs, and while hymns or songs can be sacred, music is more sacred, more good, if we would. Um, the more closely it's aligned with the liturgical action and the liturgical text, hmm. the actual mass parts. And so for sacred music, the Church first and foremost, has in mind the dialogue parts of the Mass, so the actual text of the Mass, the parts when the priest and the people dialogue back and forth, so such as, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. This is why we say we don't want singing added to the Mass, just have songs, but actually to sing the Mass. Hmm. Um, and so the more closely we're, we're fi- uh, um, aligned with that, you know, I think the, the more we can say there's good or, or bad church music, the, the closer it is to the liturgical text, 
in the action. I, I think that's fascinating, Father, how you talk about the the most sacred is is oriented toward the responses of the liturgy. And I remember hearing at one point, I don't remember where it came from, but this this phrase that in heaven all is either singing or silence. Like our mm-hmm. our interaction with the Lord is is one that is either this reverent, receptive adoration or or this you know kind of capturing of our whole being in um, in a sort of melody to to God that it's uh, it's that's a fascinating insight I hadn't realized that before. Yeah, and um, the saints have spoken about that, and um, I think Pope Benedict in Spirit of Liturgy talks about when we encounter God, the theophany, the revelation of God, especially in in Mass, we, we can't help but respond in song. Oh. We shouldn't uh, be able to but help respond in, in song in that way, because it, it, it brings about an engagement of more of the whole being, the whole person, rather than just words. Well, thank you for tuning in to Real Presence Live. I am the co-host, Roxanne Solon, and the main host here is Brad Gray, and I'm happy to be with him today. We are talking with Father Nick Nelson, and he is in Tower, Minnesota, and he's talking about sacred music. What makes music sacred as opposed to secular? Um, there are different parts of the Mass that are sung. Um, what what are those parts? You've kind of already talked a little bit about that. Yeah. But. No, um, it, it's important to, to realize that we... The Church distinguishes basically kind of three different parts. You have the dialogue parts, which is the back and forth, the, the priest and the people. Um, you have the ordinary parts, and that's the part that kind of doesn't change. It's the same every Sunday, so you have the, the, the Lord have mercy, the, the Gloria, the Lamb of God, um, the Our Father. So those are kind of called the ordinary. And then you have what are called the propers, so the, the parts of the Mass that actually change from Mass to Mass. And uh, to maybe understand the propers best, um, those who go to daily Mass or weekday Mass, um, oftentimes there isn't singing, and so what will happen is the priest will get to the altar, and the first thing he does before the sign of the cross is he'll say the entrance antiphon, and the people will say it with him. And so that antiphon is proper to the Mass, and so that changes every, every for every Mass. It's a different text for the Mass. Um, so think of Laetari Sunday, we just celebrated um, Rejoice Sunday, if you will, that we get Laetari from the entrance antiphon. Mm. Um, and so those are the different parts of the Mass, and the Church envisions that, um, actually, it's, it's quite remarkable when you realize it, that if any singing is to be done, it, it should be the dialogue first, and then if you sing that, then you sing the ordinary, and then if you sing that, then you can go and, and sing the propers. And mm. Um, it's kind of interesting. Most of us parishes do it backwards, and that that's okay. I think that's where we are, <laughs> you know, that we sing the hymns or the propers um, rather before, you know, most parishes actually sing the dialogue. Sure. Part. But it's something to keep in mind to, to maybe work towards, yeah, um, having the dialogue parts sung, because, again, the Church desires us to sing the Mass, not just have music added to the Mass. So, Father, with with some of the Mass parts, um, some of them are Latin, and we actually even have a little bit of Greek in the Mass. What is that oh, yeah. all about? Yeah, it is funny that uh, um, sometimes when it, the churches, if they do any sort of foreign language, or Latin or Greek, it'll be the Kyrie. And uh, so some parishes might just do the Kyrie, and then people will say, Father, I don't, why, why are we singing the Latin? And they'll say, well, that's actually Greek. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But but yeah, um, Latin because 
Um, we are the Latin Rite Church, actually. Roman Rite, Latin Rite. You know, we're not the we're not the English Rite Catholics, mm. but Latin Rite. And so this Latin Rite extends throughout the whole uh, the whole world, and we, so it's a, a universal language language, and it came out of uh, the the Roman Church. Um, we call um, our Holy Father Pope Francis. He's the the head, the bishop of the the Roman See of mm. of Rome. And uh, also, for all these ages, the Church has been composing with people of huge talents and expertise, music for Latin. And English has only been around relatively recently, and so we we just uh, don't quite even have that caliber of English Mm. music that we do for Latin. Um, And it's just, yeah, our heritage, it's who we are. We can't forget our past without forgetting who we are as Catholics. Part of our identity. Um, yeah. Father, you have an event coming up in your area. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We only have a, a minute or so left. Yeah, certainly. Um, we're hosting a sacred music workshop. Uh, it'll be Saturday, May 4th at 8.30 uh, to 3 p.m. at Blessed Sacrament Parish in Hibbing, Minnesota. And the goal of this is just to expose people to the mind of the Church according concerning music at Mass. Again, many people think music's just a matter of taste, but the Church is pretty clear about what she desires for the sacred liturgy. Um, so it'll just be kind of exposing people to the vision of the Church. Awesome. And this is something that's open for anyone? Anyone can attend. Yeah, and you can find out more at um, the Blessed Sacrament Parish website, B-L-S-A-C-H-I-B-B-I-N-G dot org. Awesome. Well, yeah. we certainly want to appreciate uh, th- to appreciate. We want to appreciate you, Father. <laughs> we, want to, we want to thank you, Father, for being on this uh, this morning and for for the great work that you're you're doing in in preserving this this ancient uh, heritage of beauty uh, in our church's tradition. That's that's fantastic. Uh, well, you're most welcome. Thank you for having me, Brad and Raphael. God bless awesome. you, Father Nick. Have a have a beautiful Holy Week and enjoy the music when it, right. the glorious come back. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, looking right. forward to that. God bless. Well, up next, how we encounter Christ in the grieving process. Two women will share about one opportunity in these lonely times. You won't want to miss this. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. 
Tune in for special programming throughout Holy Week and the beginning of Easter. Beginning Holy Thursday, you'll hear many special programs, including Stations of the Cross with Mother Angelica, Solemn Mass of the Lord's Supper live from the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C., the Commemoration of Our Lord's Passion live from Rome with Pope Francis, the Easter Vigil and Easter Sunday Masses from Rome and the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, and many other Holy Week meditations and retreats. Prayerfully enter our special Holy Week and Easter programming, Thursday, April 18th through Monday, April 22nd. Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. The 34th Annual Bike Race and Ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We are in the final stretch here with Real Presence Live this Spy Wednesday morning. Uh, we have Brad Gray and Roxanne Salonen. Nice to have you back with us. Thank you for getting to the finish line with us today. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, for our final guests, we have Joanne Seipel and Faline Kosman. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Ladies, thank you for being on with us this morning. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, before we begin, Joanne, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, I am a volunteer that works with the Bereavement Ministry at Rochester Catholic Church in Rochester, Minnesota. And I've been involved for about four years. And I was on a core team that organized the grief series of Grieving with Great Hope that we presented at this parish last fall. Mm. And how about you, Pauline? What do you do? Oh, I've been leading up the Widow's Grieving Group at our church for a little over a year, having lost my husband nearly three years ago. Prior to leaving, I participated as a member of the group, at which time Joanne actually led the meetings. And because I got so much out of it, I... When asked if I would leave the group, I could not say no. Awesome. All right. Well, you're both part of this bereavement ministry in, in your parish. How did how did you get that? How did that get started, Joanne? It kind of started. Um, the bereavement program has been going for about four years, and then we wanted to grow the program. So, uh, in searching, we found uh, uh, Good Morning Ministries, who um, have created the series for grieving with great hope and we just uh, had looked into it and we found that it it addresses the uh, <coughs> loss of uh, all different types of losses for example uh, loss because of a suicide or a spouse or loss of a child or miscarriage hmm. and uh, we, so we started looking for a series and we found out that this grieving with great hope also includes the sacraments and the prayers of our Catholic Church, especially suggesting that Eucharistic adoration and reconciliation. 
It includes Father John Ricardo, mm. and he has an excellent pre- presentation about a communion with the saints and our loved ones, and um, about ones who passed on, and it includes importance of praying for them. And we also found that as we looked around, Rochester has very good grieving program, but what we offer is the difference with grieving with the Catholic faith. Hmm. Beautiful. So this this grieving process can get lonely at times, uh, but there there's great hope in knowing God walks with us during these times. Feline, how do we find this hope? Well, actually, prayer is very uh, significant, and I believe hope is holding on, praying expectantly. <clears throat> it's also important to attend Mass, receive the sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist. Um, the Catholic Church is so good in offering so, so many ways that we can find hope. Adoration is also something that I really um, enjoy participating in. It's very helpful. But being part of a group with others that are, have experienced loss, whether it's <clears throat> a widow or um, a sibling or a parent, um, we're all learning to live a little differently. And it's wonderful to have the comfort and encouragement of others. And we can also up, offer um, our personal gifts with one another, which can lead to hope for the future. Of course, family and friends are important, so long as they don't tell you how to grieve. Mm. Joanne, um, if I am seeking forgiveness uh, of myself or my loved one who has passed <coughs> away, I'm sure there's so there's some of those lingering concerns when someone dies in our life that is very special and close. How do we work through those kinds of things? And what are some of those things that come up that are unresolved that you can help with? I think it's very, a lot of the times there's things that we have failed to tell our loved ones before they pass or or to ask for forgiveness for something that we didn't say or something we did that was um, hurtful to them. And I think it's just important that we ask them through the power of communication of saints. We just ask them for forgiveness and also to include the sacrament of reconciliation where it has many graces for us. Hmm. It is nice to, to have that, uh, the the reality that when we die, we're we're not gone. Yeah. We're still there. We can still communicate through through our Lord with our, our our loved ones and and feel their presence and know that they're in the communion of saints and in the the cloud of witnesses. Yeah. So yeah, I'd I lo- like to add personally to that that <clears throat> I oftentimes uh, when when you lose a loved one, as Joanne was saying, there are unsaid things or unresolved issues, or you do recall um, moments that were not the best, and Mm -hmm. you could have been kinder, you could have been more patient, and it is so important to uh, ask that the forgiveness of the loved one, uh, um, that the loved one will forgive us, I mean. So, I personally dealt with that. My husband had a strained hearing deficit, and there were times when I, I wasn't patient with that, and I could have been um, kinder, you know, at, at sometimes. So that's something to remember. Uh, 
Thank yeah. you for tuning in to Real Presence Live, everyone. Um, we are Brad Gray and Roxanne Solonen, and we have on the line Joan Seipel and Feline Kosman from the Rochester, Winona uh, area, and they are talking about grieving the loss of a loved one. They have a bereavement ministry. Um, Feline, I wanted to bring this to my parish. How could I do that so that we can benefit from the same sort of ministry? Actually, I think uh, Joanne will be better prepared to give you that information. Okay. Joanne? I, th- um, I think the, the way we found it is we just went online and uh, um, looked for the uh, ministries that, that they have mm-hmm. with um, the John and Sandy O'Shaughnessy. And with that, they came up with their different programs that they have. So... Um, we um, looked under there and found that they had everything well laid out for us. Hmm. It's the morning ministry that they want to go under, and morning okay. is spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Hmm. Oh, nice. And they have it very well laid out as to sample flyers, sample bulletins, announcements, and just kind of what to do and what time of frame we can do it. So we just kind of followed that, and from there we established a core team and kind of divided up the responsibilities. And you have a series that you're presenting in your parish? Is that something you can share more about? Yes, we're going to repeat the series, and it's going to be the five Thursdays in May. It'll be from 1.30 to 3.30. Um, It'll be here at the Church of the Resurrection. And if they want to, uh, we'd like them to register, and they can do that by calling Resurrection Church at 507-288. Five five two eight, or pick up a registration form in the narthex of the church. And we just want to encourage people to to sign up, so we'll have the materials available. And also, it's just to know that it's for everybody. They don't have to be Catholic. Um, we do bring in the Catholic teachings, but they don't have to be Catholic to be a part of it. And we started with the video done by the Shaughnessy's and the priests, and then we break up into small groups share what um, the type of their losses, and I guess I'd like to encourage anybody who's tend to shy away from that to just come and experience the healing that is provided through sharing of their stories and hearing others. I did attend that workshop last year, and it was excellent. Um, I met new people. They weren't even from the parish, but everybody has something to to offer to share that was uh, healing. Excellent. Joanne, could you could you share those dates again, dates and times? Sure. It's going to be in May, the five Thursdays in May. Okay. And, it, and that's of this year, of course. And that will be from one thirty to 3.30 in the afternoon. One thirty to 3.30 in the afternoon. And they would contact Resurrection Church at 507-288-5528 to, to get information about that? That is correct. Okay. And uh, is there any cost for people to attend? No. The This series is being provided by donations from the participants of the last one, mm. and so there's no cost for this one. Awesome. How often do you do these series? This is our second time. Okay. We're, we're hoping to do them once in the fall and probably do it in the evening for people who work, and then maybe again in the spring uh, for people who don't want to drive at night. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. I gotta say that I, I loved what you ladies shared, uh, both with regard to 
the sacrament of confession being an important part of that, because uh, no doubt any one of us, uh, you know, when we lose a loved one, we can think of ways that we could have interacted with them better. You know, any one of us, our relationships are never flawless, right? And um, and so having the the opportunity for Jesus to say, "I love you," "I forgive you," um, I can only imagine that that's a, a massive gift for those who are struggling in that respect. Is that right? Yes, we yep. have such a beautiful faith that provides so many opportunities. That's that's fantastic, and and also the aspect of adoration, just allowing Jesus to come and be there with with people struggling in, in that that loss is is so, so important. So I want to thank you ladies very much for uh, being on this morning, for bringing Christ's healing and hope to to those who are, are struggling and suffering. Uh, what, a, what a beautiful ministry you have. Well, thank you, and thank you very much for having us. Well, thanks also for being with us and for sharing opportunities for others to, to bring this into their parishes, too. So, thank you very much. Well, God bless you, ladies, and we hope that you have a uh, a blessed Holy Week here and a, a very, very joyful Easter celebration. You as well. Thanks for being with us. All right. Bye-bye. Now, Erin. Uh, yes. Is this the last Real Presence Live on the RPR Network? Are there others coming? There are <laughs> others coming up, and we look forward to taking this show on the road. Steve Splonskowski, the RPR Executive Director, and Brandon Clark, the Real Presence Radio Programming Coordinator, will be your host. They will be speaking with Father Kevin O'Dell of the Diocese of Sioux Falls on what we can do to rise above the wicked grasp of addiction. We will also take you around the area for the 10-minute tour of local events. Then in the second hour, we will hear from the Sisters of St. Francis about their calling to the Lord. Then we'll hear from Bishop John Quinn on the Holy Week and vocations and how that all ties together. And finally, we'll wrap up with Cliff and Esther Pedersen on Cliff being a decorated World War II veteran and both being the founding members of a local parish. We'll hear more about that coming up tomorrow on Real Presence Live. Back to you guys. Love it. Thanks, Erin. Well, (laughs) lots of... Lots of things to contemplate as we head into the next days here. Exactly. Important days of our church you year. Know, and as we uh, we enter into the Triduum, I was, I was sharing a little bit uh, off the air with you and Father Nick Nelson that one thing that I, I um, discovered with, with my kids with regard to music and the liturgy is, you know, a lot of times as a parent, you have a hard time getting kids to participate and to sing along, and particularly my boys was, was a struggle, and you know, there was this realization that that I got that, you know, music in the liturgy is not just a way of beautifying the liturgy and glorifying God. It is that absolutely, but it's also combat. You know, this was the this was the thing that I was so struck by with the story of Joshua and the Battle of Jericho. That specifically the way that the Lord God uh, commanded Joshua and the people of Israel to do battle against this mammoth Jericho was liturgical. It was, you know, through these processions and and specifically in song, in raising up their voices in the trumpets, and that that's how the Lord crumbled the kingdom of this evil empire. And so I've told mm-hmm. that to my boys now at Mass, that let's do battle against the devil. And now it's just great because they love singing. They love singing <laughs> out loudly because it's like they see the gates of hell crumbling. I think I've heard your kids singing at Mass, actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they sing loudly. So it's, it's, it is great. And so... 
as we enter into Holy Week. That's just a, a thought for you parents that might be having a struggle with getting your children to participate. And those who sing pray twice, right? Absolutely. All St. Right. Augustine. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us this morning, everyone. We love, uh, love being with you, and we love the Lord God who fills every one of us with his grace and mercy. God bless. We look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for joining Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at your Catholic Radio.